Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 75, the Lemurian plug, sliders, and death cap mushroom spinach salads. We have a really fun show lined up for you today. We are going to be answering one of your questions today. We had a listener ask us about slider phenomena. So we're going to discuss that, what it is, and is it possible to actually harness the energy for good? Are there solutions to mitigate the slider phenomena? We're going to talk all about that. We're also going to talk about the Lemurian plug because it's a product that both Lisa and I have in our homes. And we're going to share with you the story behind the Lemurian plug as well as give you some of the benefits that you may receive if you have one in your home and it might actually be beneficial to the slider phenomena it's not something we can prove or are sure but we found some interesting parallels and then later on in the show when uh brian is busy being his skeptical self we're going to talk about death cap mushroom spinach salads and why brian wants me to eat one All of that is coming up, so let's jump right into the episode and find out what we all had to say. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Enlighten Up. I am here with Lisa and Brian, and today we have a show where we're going to be answering a listener's question and talking to you about a product that both Lisa and I have in our house. Lisa, Brian, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Great. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about crazy stuff. I know. (laughs) Well, um, it's so interesting because we already had part of this uh, topic. Uh, We've actually been waiting to do this podcast, and it just so happened that when we decided to actually do it, we got a listener's question that kind of relates to some of the information we're going to share. So let's get into our listener's question, and I think it's kind of interesting because, Brian, you're the one out of all three of us who actually has some experience with this. I always have experience with crazy. (laughs) Are kind of crazy? Everybody's kind of crazy. I'm the Um, ground. I'm the center. And the crazy comes to me. (laughs) I think that's Nicole. (laughs) I do attract the crazy. You do. Okay. So uh, this is from Sarah. And Sarah has agreed that we can use uh, all first names here. So thank you, Sarah, for that. And thank you for your question. And I just like to note that she does say in this uh, email that she enjoys Brian's skepticism because he typically asks the questions that she's thinking. So good job, Brian. So it sounds like we actually have a skeptic, at least one verified skeptic audience member. That's great. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) somewhat yes um so let's see here okay this is what sarah has asked my sister molly all has always experienced weird electrical phenomena she's now 34 computers lights fans etc go haywire especially when she is highly emotionally charged good and bad batteries and light bulbs last for half the time they're supposed to she's always noticed it but it became extremely apparent recently when her three-year-old daughter was in the hospital having a kidney transplant. My niece was freaking out over an hour on the hospital bed and the bed just started going crazy. My sister laughed and told me the bed was possessed. Molly has been through an immense amount of stress due to her daughter's sudden diagnosis of a rare autoimmune disease and within six months needing a kidney. So Molly told me she was freaking out in her bedroom one night, not sure if that means mad or sad or both. 
but all of a sudden the overhead fan popped and broke. These are just a couple examples of what Molly has experienced in her whole life. I started looking into it a little bit and found the term sliders. I'm not sure if that's a common term throughout the spiritual community, but at least one article used that label for someone who experiences weird electrical issues. I just wanted to check in with you guys since I'm so new to this. I don't have a plethora of folks to ask and I'd love your input. Is this a thing? And as Molly says, can we put this power into something good? That is a great question. And That is a great question. I love sliders. Does anyone else know White Castles? <laughs> So I'm from St. Louis and we have white castles and the little tiny hamburgers are called sliders. So (laughs) So that's not what this is. Oh, that's not. We're talking about a different. So like multi-dimensional slider. So for everyone out there um, who doesn't know what this is, uh, this this is actually termed sliders and sliders refers to streetlight interference because uh, when they first started studying it, it was because when people would walk under a street light, it would change the street light either to off or different um, colors. And so it took on that term. But despite the name, um, the sliders phenomenon is not limited to the street lights. Uh, often people who have this ability can't wear watches. They Watches will stop working within a couple of days, regardless of how many batteries they put in them. They also affect uh, electrical appliances such as headlights and alternators in automotive vehicles, light bulbs, and computers. Light bulbs may even blow every time a slider touches a lamp or a light switch. And I want to talk about this in a second, Brian, about your ET experience. Um, Computers may freeze up. Computers may freeze up or experience other problems. CD players may change track suddenly when, if you're actually still listening to CDs. And uh, magnetic phenomenon may also manifest. For example, sliders may be able to, may sorry, may be unable to use credit cards because the cards become unreadable after they've carried on their person. They can cause an irregular EKG, which to me is interesting because that makes sense about what was happening in the hospital with Molly, uh, Molly's daughter. Man, that is so my ex-wife, she, we'd be walking down the street and the lights would always go out. Not always, but you know, you're just walking down and you go under a light and it goes out. Now I'm going to, I'm going to put the skeptic caveat on this because I understand, I know as a part of being a landscape architect, those lights, those things cycle on and off. They're not meant to run 24 hours or, you know, all night long, they will cycle off. They always have a little downtime. So there could be, I'm just throwing it out there, some quinky dink, you walk under and it goes out and I was like, oh, did I just cause that? Maybe, or it was, it's time to go to sleep. But I remember a couple of years ago, I, I was still in China and I I don't think I was married anymore, but I always stayed in in, in touch with my, my ex-wife and she always needed a new computer. And it's, and I, and I remember joking with her one time. It's like, I mean, she just, she touches something and it fries. And I did some research at the time. I mean, it was, it was to such a point that I actually did research, you know, just, just like you did to find out this, what the term sliders was and to see that it was a thing. I mean, it, it blew me away at the time, uh, that it was a thing. And yeah, absolutely. It's, it's weird. It's, you, she can never have, you know, a computer last a normal amount of time. Um, Could she wear a watch? 
she never really wore watches, so I don't. And maybe, maybe, maybe they never worked, so maybe that's why she never she never wore watches. But you know, there was also a little crazy factor in there. The computers <laughs> might not work when you throw them. Uh, and, you know, so I mean, there's it's y- y- everything is a grain of salt with me. Well, Lisa, what are your thoughts on it? I'm kind of baffled like i i have never heard of it until this question was asked so and brian never told me that about his ex-wife um but i wonder what it means like from a spiritual perspective like if you're high energy but i don't think that that's necessarily the case or why some people have a different type of magnetic field maybe than other people or well they say that um The slider phenomenon takes place when a slider goes through intense emotions, such as anger, being upset, or even getting too excited. Um, I just got to say that it's a good thing that I don't have this because I get really excited very easily. (laughs) Now, my ex-wife was married to me, so there's a high emotional state involved. Our marriage Uh, was shit, so I'm sure she was always (laughs) mad at me when we were going on a walk. (laughs) That would explain the lights going out. Um, Well, they say that these emotions then supercharge the bioenergy fields or the auras, and the human nervous system is chemical and electrical in nature, having neurotransmitters that are electronic impulses. So that actually um, uh, affects everything. So when your emotions get charged and it goes through your frequency, that it sends that out through your aura, and that's what starts triggering all of these um, phenomena. I find it very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that uh, Sarah asked or Sarah asked on Molly's behalf and Molly was wondering if there's any way this can be used for good because that's exactly the question that I was thinking. You know, I know you guys haven't watched the show, but I've mentioned this before on the podcast. So anyone who's listening in our audience, if you've watched the show, the the Netflix uh, show, Stranger Things, which is based off of the um, the Montauk Project, uh, the CIA Montauk Project. And it takes place, I think, in the late 70s, 80s. And the girl, her name is Eleven on the show. Uh, interesting choice, I have to say. Um, she, she has all of these incredibly psychic abilities. And one of them is this. She's a slider. So when she goes into extreme emotion, whether she's really angry, usually it was really angry or really scared. Um, she could, she would like blow bulbs and um, like computers would all start acting up and things would just start going haywire. Basically it, anything electronic would go haywire. It doesn't seem like something that's controllable though. It doesn't seem like, I mean, this idea of using it for good has a connotation of purpose. I'm going to do something purposeful. I'm going to have an extreme emotional event and I'm going to have this energy and I'm going to focus it into, you know, like I'm an X-Men and I'm going to focus it into a ball of energy and I can, you know, throw it. And I mean, this seems to be very, I don't want to say coincidental because it's like, oh, it's just going out. I mean, Oh, I get angry and a light flashes or explodes or my computer, my computer dies. I mean, maybe you could use it to rob a bank and go in there and make all the lights go <laughs> off on the computer. Good. Well, I'm just, I, <laughs> it's good if you, you're short on cash. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, to me, I think that you absolutely could use it for good. Um, I think if everything is frequency, everything, we are everything, then I feel like you could maybe start harnessing that if you start gaining control over it. And I, and I have no idea how you do that. Um, but I would think that that might come through a lot of practice meditation uh, to understand your, get really get tuned into your own frequency and emotions and how that feels and then start using that. I think that you could might use that for some sort of healing capabilities or communication. Obviously it rides on freely. You might be really good at telepathic communication. Um, you might be really good at things like remote viewing and stuff like that, but you're, well, you're talking it's, about the mutants. You're talking about Xavier's school for the gifted here. I mean, this is, that's fringe. That's next level. That's some next level stuff to have you, to focus your life. I mean, I mean, cause you're talking about concentrating the energy into a point. I, well, I think for don't sure. Don't we if do that all the time? Sorry, go on, Lisa. I was just going to say that for sure, someone who has this, it would bring awareness to them of when they're emotionally charged. I mean, is, is it also like high joy, like high happiness or is yeah. it, I mean, that's just a great barometer to be like, okay, every time the lights start flickering or something happens, I need to pay attention to my energy or how, you know, how I'm putting it out there. The thing is, from my experience with my ex-wife, it's not an every time thing. So it, the idea of using it on purpose or controlling it. Now, if, if, Sarah's sister Molly can, you know, do a little study and like always have a light bulb near her or something. And, you know, when she's emotional and every single time it happens, you know, then you're on to something that you can start to, to, to use it for something. But you're just, you're basically the way, it, I mean, if, if, if it's causing a light bulb to flicker or explode, it's, it seems more magnetic to me. It, you know, that would be like an EMT pulse. Uh, electromagnetic transmission um, that can go out and cause wreak ha ha havoc, can wreak havoc on, you know, circuitry, anything electronic would just stop, would just stop working with it. But, but it's, it's based on electromagnetism. Yeah. But your heart, your, your heart field is based on um, electromagnetism as well. So that makes complete sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Like, I, I think that it's not about, at this point, I don't believe Molly needs to prove that there's something going on. I think she's had enough experiences from when she was a child that she knows something's going on. Whether it happens every single time or not, something's definitely going on. I think it's beyond proving no, I, that. I, I'm, I'm not talking about proving it. I'm talking about in order to get to a point where you can use it or control it Harness, in some way. I, I think power. I think an individual that wanted to do that would have to do a little bit more study because maybe it's only certain emotions. Maybe it's only a certain level of emotion. And you know, once you get into the idea of use, control, purpose, it can't be, you can't leave it up to just some random, random thing because you want to be able to say, okay, you know, it's kind of like, look, look at Lisa's light language. 
if I want to use this energy pulse for good, I know that I have to get to a certain emotional state, happy or sad, right? Preferably you'd want to do it in a happy space and you'd, you're like, oh, somebody needs, somebody needs my energy. I'm going to go and give them a hug and I'm going to get to a state. And I know I can do it in my mind. It's like, okay, here it comes. And then boom, you give them a shock. You know, you give them a, a jolt of energy. And the only way to do that is to study it. That, that's what I meant when I said she, she would have to study it uh, just to understand better when does it occur? Because yeah. presumably it's not going to occur every single time with every single emotion. No, I, I agree with you. And I think, but that's why I said, like, that's why I think it's important to use meditation to tune in and start really getting, um, I guess, up close and personal with this in really understanding the what it feels like, uh, what's going on in your body. There may be other things going on that uh, are subtle that don't get noticed because the emotions are so high um, and they're affecting other things around you. So I would suggest um, getting really in touch with the um, subtleties around it. Um, there may be some some clues there that might be useful. Um, but I did find something online that offered some suggestions on, you know, things that can help with this hang type on, of hang intent. On, hang on one second, because I want to piggyback onto what you said. You were talking about, you know, using meditation to get in touch with it. And I, as skeptic slash science person, would would add on to that because it's have, going into a deep meditation to understand it. Yeah, that's one side of it. But there's also the the physical manifestation, because we are talking about a physical manifestation of energy here. If it's interfering and interacting with our seeable, you know, universe, computer fries, light bulbs explode, you know, that is a physical, that is a physical thing. And I would say, get some, some cheap scientific equipment, like, you know, EKG monitor, or, I mean, just some stuff that you can probably get it if Radio Shack still existed, which they don't, um, or, you know, Amazon or, you know, something like that, just to kind of like maybe hook some sort of electric, probe or, you know, or, or some, you know, EKG something to you and then, and with the meditation and then do it and then see if I get, you know, oh, and then something's happening. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would say definitely take notes on what's going on with you. Like, you know, when you're not in meditation, it's just happening. Your level of anger, if you could gauge it or your level of happiness or sadness or whatever it may be and what happened and just see if you can see any thing that's consistent but use pencil and paper not a computer to take those notes <laughs> just in case just in case you fry <laughs> um so something that might actually help molly and anyone else who's listening to this who may be a slider or know someone who's who is um there's a few things that you can do uh the Obvious one is um, deep breathing uh, because that'll help relax you. Deep breathing. Um, and, you know, if you need, um, you can do the breath of life that Lisa and I have talked about on the show several times where you breathe in through your nose to the count of seven. You hold the breath for three minutes and then you tilt your nose down to your heart and exhale three, three slowly. Seconds. Don't, don't hold your, no, your breath for three minutes. That might, You might pass out. Did I say three minutes? You yes. did. Yeah, just say that bit again. 
aha, that's not a good thing to do. <laughs> I mean, some people can hold their breath that long, but if you start teaching this as a breathing method, oh, like, holy please. shit, I can never get yeah. through one. No, please, no one, no one kill themselves. Please, no. <laughs> no passing out necessary. Yes. All of this is in seconds. So hold your breath for three seconds and then tilt your nose down to um, your chest and exhale slowly, as slowly as you can. And just keep repeating that process. So breathing in through your nose seven seconds, hold it for three seconds, and then exhaling um, slowly. So you can, also, you can also say a, uh, a mantra or a mantra uh, while you exhale. Lisa and I did Brian that. Brian taught me that. Oh, which mantra do you guys use? We use the one from her, uh, her the stone, the from Ethiopia. Oregon. No. Agate. <laughs> yeah. Agate. Agate. Yeah. There was oh, a, nice. there was that that one when, when I gave that that little necklace that I gave her for her birthday. There was the the I breathe the breath I yeah. came to breathe. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, <laughs> I should probably grab it. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys can uh, do deep breathing, uh, yoga, meditation. These things obviously are very relaxing to the body, very relaxing to the nervous system. So, you know, three very practical uh, things that you can do. There Now, these um, three I hadn't thought of, and so I wanted to share them. Um, peace and ra- relaxation, orgone pendant. So, organite is a crystal, uh, I believe um, – And it is effective for relaxing in ordinary as well as unusually stressful situations. It promotes harmony and tranquility. And you can actually also do grounding and centering by connecting to the earth through your feet chakra, uh, like through the feet into the earth. And they have this thing called um, feet chakra balancers uh, that are of organ. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. I've never heard of feet chakras. What? Well, it's opening up the um, the energy field from your uh, feet. Because there are so, like meridians. There are those seven chakras, you know, crown, and then it ends at the. You, you have know, more your, than seven. At, there's at there's your taint. There's the taint yeah. chakra, and then it's I didn't know there root. was the root chakra, whatever. Why did you call it the taint chakra? Because on the diagram, it's always like on the taint. <laughs> oh God! Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We need to, I'm glad you keep the show interesting, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the sandbar lake chakra. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Moving on, um, the the feet chakra. So I believe they're talking about um, the earth star chakra, which is three uh, feet below your feet. So um, when you ha- put the these organite pieces on your, like, I guess you could put them in your socks underneath your feet and you could, you do grounding that way, or maybe they're flat pieces. So they don't like hurt your feet. I'm not sure. Yeah, but there's also- It makes me think of those, you know, you see those, those commercials, the copper wristbands and stuff. Um, I wonder if that would cause interference or like ground you or something. That's what I'm thinking, that they would actually ground your energy. Like, um, kind of like if you're in a lightning storm, you want to make sure you're wearing rubber on your shoes. Shoes, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, you know, before we started this show, guys, I just, my energy is a little weird. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my, 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 rubber, my rubber outfit today. <laughs> I know, right? Well, isn't that what like some of those like superheroes do? Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking um, <laughs> more of a ball gang type of rubber outfit, but I oh was my thinking... god, why do you keep going there, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking a condom when you. <laughs> oh god. This is it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where is everyone's mind today? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, okay, the last thing that um, I found that can actually, they say helps with this effect is Blue Lotus Lily Elixir and Rescue Remedy. And I've used Rescue Remedy um, before, and um, those are like homeopathic uh, remedies. So Blue Lotus Elixir, sorry, Blue Lotus Lily Elixir and Rescue Remedy might be some options uh, for people to try and see if it helps. Assuming sure. you want to get rid of it well, instead of if, using it for well, good or robbing banks. It may be a mixture <laughs> yes. of both. You know, you're trying to figure it out, taking notes, meditating, but at the same time trying to control it. Yeah. You know, it, you know, maybe if you know that you're getting into a fight, you know, maybe just take that rescue remedy, spray it under your tongue, that blue uh, lily elixir, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's well, – it, yeah it could, it could be helpful. So, um, those are some things that I, I found that might be helpful for anyone. And, um, really thank you, Sarah and Molly for sending that in and thanks for listening to us. And, uh, we really appreciate the question because it actually is great timing and who knew yeah. that Brian would have so many intelligent, funny things to say about it? Well, and you know, and it, and it, and it relates to, you know, we're, we're, so we're talking about home electronics basically. So it relates to the electrical fields in our house and our homes. And is there anything that you can do to like change those electrical fields for good? Yeah, I think there is. So (laughs) Brian, you're so good at segues. Um, we, you know, we have a product that Lisa and I have in our homes, and I don't know if this will actually help anyone who's experiencing the slider phenomenon. Uh, I have no idea, although understanding what I know about the product, it's very possible it may. But the product is not for just that effect. It's for everyone because it's, and it's called the Lemurian plug. Now, um, the man who came up with the Lemurian plug or was, uh, had, was part of the, the design and, and all of that behind it, he passed away a year ago, uh, Jeffrey. And he has, um, his legacy is being carried on by Janet and Jim, who run the Lemurian plug website and still sell the product on his behalf. Um, so they're doing great things over there. And they've uh, allowed us to actually uh, use a recording of his story that was done about a year before he passed away. And so we thought, you know, before I play the the story for everyone, and Brian and Lisa haven't even heard it yet, um, I know 
Brian's a total skeptic over the product. Indeed. But we yes. have one in our house. But you have one in your house. Uh, I happen to think it works. I believe it works. Um, but why don't we listen to Jeffrey's story and then we'll talk about all the interesting benefits and Brian can try to tear it all apart. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> all right. So let's listen to uh, what Jeffrey had to say. My name is uh, Jeffrey Radford, R-A-D-F-O-R-D. I was born in England. I lived in England till I was 11, and I went to Australia, where I stayed till I was about 28, and I came to New York. Since then, I was, uh, while I was there in New York, I was a tennis professional. I had, my, I had an indoor tennis club, and uh, previously to that, I had been playing tennis all over the world, and uh, that was my life. I was a pretty normal sort of a guy. Anyway, I had a, a little health food store on uh, 85th Street in New York City. It was a very, very small store. You had to go downstairs even to get into it. A friend of mine, who is now a friend of mine, but at uh, this stage I didn't know him, but he met me. And uh, then we started, uh, we started talking, and I said, well, where, what are you doing here? And he said, well, I'm at the expo, the health expo down in Madison Square Garden. He said, would you like to come down tonight? And I said, certainly. So off I go down to Madison Square Garden. I've never, here I'm a tennis player. I don't know much about anything of this anyway. And uh, I go there, and George, who's, his name is George, and he said to me, now, we're going to go into a room where there's a few people sitting down and they're going to listen to what's said. This is, we're in the business, as I told you before, of crystals. I've made a lot of crystals and uh, you're going to find out a lot more about it tonight. So anyway, he said, you sit here and you just watch a lady over there. Her name is Penny. Just watch her, and I'm going to go up and I'll give my speech. And when I've finished, see what happens. Anyway, so he goes up, gives his speech, starts talking about crystals and what have you. And then he introduces, her name is Penny, and he introduces Kathleen. Well, who's Kathleen? All of a sudden, Penny stands up. And before, I'd noticed that Penny had glasses on and she had a limp. Anyway, she stands up and the most vivacious woman comes to life. Off come the glasses and she walks up to the dais. There's no limp and she has a smile on her face like uh, you've never seen before. And she gets up to the dais and the first things out of her mouth were, I am from Lemuria and I was a healer in Atlantis 26 million years ago. She started talking about the crystals. She really, she didn't tell anything about where she was from or anything. After a while, she said, are there any questions? So, uh, you know, people started asking questions and then a couple of Chinese guys got up and uh, in pidgin English, they started to ask questions. She said, you can speak in your own tongue. She answered them in Chinese. And someone Spanish got up, answered in Spanish. 
And then an African got up. She answered him in whatever language he was talking. I was, it was incredible. She could wow. handle any language that was offered to her. Now, I've seen channeling, you know. I've uh, seen quite a bit of channeling, but I've never seen channeling like this. I mean, this, this was incredible. Not only that, but she walked around just like a human being. She, mm-hmm. she moved with us. This is later on. Anyway, before I get to that, she finished her speech and what have you, and she started walking down the aisle, and she stopped by me. Now, she's never seen me in her life before. She stops by me, puts her arms around me, and says, you've got a lot of work to do. So later on, I got to know Penny, I mean Penny and Kathleen very well. I mean, I, I've, I know her very, very well. And she's just like a normal woman. I mean, she walks around, but she has a knowledge of everything. I was with Kathleen for about three months, I guess. She was in this country for about three months. And she really was here to fix everything that man had made. But before she left, George, who was a brilliant tax attorney, I think, and he was having dreams of how to make these crystals. He, he had the information on how to make them, but he didn't know what he was making them for. He had, uh, he had it all done and all the colors and what have you in perfect crystals. They were, they were made out of aluminum, anodized aluminum, and they were man-made. Man-made crystals, believe it or not. But it wasn't the crystal that is the important part about it. The most important part about it was the color. The colors of the crystals. That is what does the work. That is what I have. I have a certain colors of crystals that do, does the work. But in, before that, George gets a knock on his door and uh, it's Penny. She arrives at his house and says, you've got to come with me. I have some information for you. So he went. He went with Penny and he was introduced to Kathleen. Well, they had a a long period with each other for learning. He, he was getting all the information he could from Kathleen about all the crystals he had. And he knew pretty well everything that they would do. The way we started was, I would say, on the biggest scale, pest control. I was in Florida, George was in uh, Michigan, and uh, he was making, he was sending the products down to me, and he told me how to do it. The system was whereby you'd have a house, or in this case, I got lucky, and I got it to do a McDonald's. Now. They have bugs, all right? And we thought that we could get rid of them. And basically, we can because we proved it later on, which I'll tell you about. But with the McDonald's, the problem was they keep coming in on the new trucks. So it was a very hard thing to do. Anyway, the way we did it was we built a post on each corner of the McDonald's outside about 50 feet from the 
actual building. We dug a post and put it in the ground and we got a, a, a scope to line it up and did another post on the other corner and then another on the other corner making a complete square around the building. On, the, on this post were two cards. They were violet and black. And one looked at the other all the way around, creating a grid. They were put into an L shape on each, uh, on each uh, post. And this created a grid. And this grid went through, evidently, the, as we later on found out, I think it, it was a frequency that went through the whole building. And this is something we didn't find out for quite some time, that that frequency attached or piggybacked the electric. And that's how it is even today. It gets around. That's how it's done through a house. It mm -hmm. piggybacks the electric. It doesn't need the electric to make it work, but it just piggybacks the electric. Anyway, I was trying to prove this to the manager of a McDonald's. So you can imagine it was a pretty hard sell. After I'd done, I'd put, put the uh, post out there, I went into the McDonald's and I, I was pretty good with the pendulum because Penny, I mean, Kathleen had taught me how to use it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would go into this, uh, I went into this McDonald's and uh, had my pendulum there and sure enough, it went in a clockwise way. And everything in that building I went to, everything I touched was always going clockwise. Now, previously to doing that, everything had gone anti-clockwise. I couldn't figure that out until I figured that, well, this frequency has done something. But one thing did not go clockwise, and that was coffee. I said, why doesn't coffee do it? All the other food, all the other food in the place does goes clockwise, everything is fine. But coffee somehow always went in the anti-clockwise way. And I couldn't figure it out. But anyway, I did this and I showed the uh, manager. And uh, I said, look, you know, I'm going to come back in uh, two days and I'm going to show you what I've done to your building. So I go away and I come back in two days' time with another coffee from another building. This coffee has not been under the influence of the frequency. So I give it to him and I say, look, you pour this into as many cups as you want with one cup of your coffee and I'm going to go out. And you can do it and I'll come back in and uh, I'll tell you which one is your coffee. So I go, I go out and I come back in. He calls me back in and I, I go up to the coffee. Sure enough, I can pick it out straight away because my pendulum will only go clockwise over the coffee that has been in the building for two days because it, had to, it takes two days to turn the coffee in those days back to a spin of clockwise. I think you can do it today in one, in one day because I think the frequency has become greater. It's more powerful now than it was in the days when I was doing it. It gave me a lot of ideas because MacDonald admitted that there was a saving in electricity. They also admitted that it helped in keeping their food fresh. That's something that 
went to the back of my mind straight away. In Florida, I had met an entomologist. I got pretty friendly with him, and he he said, "All right, well, let's test your thing." I said, "Well, are you gonna are you gonna write it up if this works? Would you give me a written statement?" He said, "Yeah, of course I will." So uh, I built the four corners around the house, and we went into this house around about two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and there they were playing the Super Bowl. There were more bugs in that place than I've ever seen in my life before. We went back every every other day, and we took kind of took account. Well, you couldn't take account to start off with. You couldn't even take account for the first six or seven times because there were so many. But they got less and less as the time went on, and ultimately it took 45 days to completely clean that house. Now, think about that. It took 45 days to do the house properly. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of people who've got the, got the, uh, the plug, and they're, they're telling me, that, oh, the ants are going and all. You know, they've only had it two days. Mm-hmm. I, think they're, uh, I think they're jumping to maybe they're moving around. And sometimes you don't have them, and then you do have them because they're there, and they have to leave. They cannot live in the environment of the field because it I think it interferes with their antenna and they can't mm-hmm. communicate with each other so they just leave the building I then started in life and I was a tennis professional all my time and it it was not that I did I tried with the plugs but I could never really make any money out of it I don't know why maybe I'm a lousy businessman I don't know but I just couldn't make any at that stage in my life there. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to do it on all kinds of things. And I, went, I was doing on commercial because I was told by Kathleen what it would do. And it's incredible. It will do anything. It, it will neutralize any toxin. That's a big statement. Yes. Any toxin. And it will without a shadow of doubt. I was always wanting to do something with it. It was always in the back of my mind. Why I was given it, I don't know. I mean, they could have picked someone a lot brighter than me, but uh, I was picked, I guess, and that was it. And uh, I did the best I could. Mm-hmm. And luckily, it's, it's funny, but I was, uh, this is how it started with me and the plug. I was in... Uh, in the hot tub and the girl came over and started looking at me and because I was wearing one of my crystals Mm -hmm. it was one of the man-made crystals that George had made and she looked at it and she said excuse me but I'm not looking at you I'm looking at what you have around your neck and I said oh yeah that yeah well I've had that for a long time long long time and she says what is I said it's a crystal and so I told her you know we got to know each other and she she was very, very uh, spiritual woman, very spiritual. And um, she was always wanting me to go to meetings, and I was always saying, no, I'm not, not going. So anyway, about, I knew her for, I'm just going, I've known her about nine years now. And this happened around about three or four months ago. That's when it started. She got me to go to a meeting, I had about 30 plugs with me. 
I can never, I'll never forget this. And I got up and I, I gave a speech, and I'm telling the same, basically the same speech as I'm saying now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started talking to him, and at the end of it, I said, well, I've got a few plugs that if you want to try them, you can buy them. And uh, within three minutes, everyone had gone. I had about 30 of them. There was money all over the table, all over the floor, but there was 30 plugs all gone, just like that, quickly. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. I've had a lot of experiences which have uh, happened. I, I don't talk about them because it's new. And the people who buy the plug are now the scientists of the future with this development. Who knows where it can go? Mm-hmm. because it's so powerful that it's it's going to go places i know i know there's no doubt about that because it's it's needed and uh so now i'm putting it out there as much as i can i kept it to a price that was not too expensive mm-hmm. i could i've been asked to go with oh, a lot more money than that and uh well i said no 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 it's got to be a certain price where people can afford it because this is something everybody needs, you know. Yeah. So basically, that's uh, that's my story. Okay. All I have to say is, it didn't keep me alive, so it can't be that good of a product. Who said it was an immortal plug? It's not an immortal plug. It's the Lemurian plug. Okay. The Lemurian was alive for twenty-six million years. No. No. You're totally taking uh, information and, and, and twisting it. <laughs> Welcome Talk about... to my world. Oh, jeez. Good thing we don't have arguments. You would be... <laughs> okay. So I, you know, I was fortunate enough to actually listen to him on radio shows when he was still alive. And I bought a plug um, when he was still alive. And so... I'm very familiar with uh, what the plug actually does. And I've been able to, on my end, I've been able to test the pendulum theory with food in my house and things like that. And I can say that it worked for me. So why don't we go through all of the things that this plug can do if you put it into your home? I have one. I bought it because my best friend, Nicole, said, I got this really (laughs) cool plug and it keeps your food organic and bugs away. I have that same one and I think it's probably just an empty box. <laughs> He's going to take it apart. Uh, well, that I mean, you can just order another one if you really want to still have it useful. I don't know how it works exactly. Obviously there's crystals in there or something, but and and I don't think anyone wants to say exactly how it Well, works. no, it's proprietary. It's proprietary yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, when I, okay, so when I started to go through the last major spiritual awakenings that started like in mid-2016, I started to explore a lot of different things. I was very interested in like raising my frequency, really increasing my connection to my angels, my guides, uh, just really getting into deeper meditations and wanting to protect myself from negative frequencies. And like, you know, we think about the... Um, the negative electromagnetic frequencies that we get from Wi-Fi and things like that, our cell phones. And so 
I thought, you know, this might be an interesting product to try out and see if it actually works in protecting my energy field, which I was really interested in. So I got one. And one of the things that he talked about, um, I guess the first thing that we can talk about is food. Because, like, I mean, that's something that everyone um, uses. Yes, everyone uses. (laughs) So uh when he mentioned in his story that McDonald's had noticed that their uh, th- their produce, yeah, for longer, and um, what he found was that when food is growing in the ground, so if you have like say um, a vegetable like a carrot, and you pull it out of the ground, it reduces the frequency of that carrot. The life force of that carrot is reduced as soon as you pull it out of the ground. When you start chopping it, you start cutting the frequency as well, like reducing the frequency. When you start cooking it, you reduce the frequency. So what this um, this plug does is that you can actually um, restore the frequency of your food to the frequency that it was when it was growing in the ground by having this plug in your house. And it happens by what he says is piggybacking the uh, electrical wires in your home. So the frequency goes in and it goes and it starts to create this uh, energy field within your house that is quite positive. And it starts to positively impact everything in your home, including all your food. And so um, I tested that out. I tested that theory out, I was curious. So I had the plug. And what he also tells you is that your cell phone can actually be um, changed into a positive frequency. It this frequency that's in this plug works on the uh, it piggybacks on the electrical wires, but it is carried through cellular waves. It's carried through GPS waves, and it's carried through satellite. Uh, transmission. So he, he says, when you get the plug, you place the phone down, you place your cell phone down, you place the plug on top of it for four minutes, which is supposed to charge your phone for that frequency. And then it's done. Um, unless your battery completely dies, your phone should maintain that frequency that's in the plug. So your phone in a way becomes like a little bit of a healing device. Um, and I was always worried about having my phone on me. So when I got the plug, I was curious. It's like, oh, does that mean that the frequency now, like I don't have to worry about it as much. So I took my pendulum and I would hold it over my phone. Um, and I did this before I actually um, married the energy from the plug onto my phone and with the pendulum and it did go um, counterclockwise. And then as soon as I had married the frequency onto the phone, it went in the clockwise direction. So what I started to do was with my food, if I didn't want to wait the 24 hours to 48 hours that they say that it takes for new food that comes into the home to take on that frequency, is I would take my phone and put it under a cutting board. And then I would put all my groceries on top of this cutting board. And I would hold my pendulum over the food. And it would start spinning in an anti, like a counterclockwise direction. And then after about a minute, it started to slow down and then it would stop. And then it would start spinning in the other direction, in a, in a clockwise direction. But I was like, that's pretty interesting. So um, the one thing that I did notice, though, was coffee indeed took the longest. It's really interesting that um, coffee took more than everything else that I was um, doing it on. So... They say that it turns basically your food into organic. It puts the life force back into it. And so I thought that was a pretty cool. Um, and it it uses, so you 
you plug it in your house or you actually don't have to plug it in. You can just set it next to the electrical outlet or um, Velcro it on to the plate or whatever. And then it uses the wires in the house to run this frequency through your house. So it's in your refrigerator because your refrigerator is plugged in and so okay, so well, all that's right. not just hang on hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just let me let me just correct Lisa. It's not because your refrigerator is plugged in; it's because your refrigerator is in your home. The whole frequency in the home, in anything inside the home, is is affected. Oh, okay. So even yeah. if it were sitting out on the counter, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, Nicole, go Nicole. for it, Brian. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with this here device. There's two things. You said it turns regular food into organic food. That's quite a leap. So do you buy organic food or do you just go and buy your groceries from Walmart? And would you buy groceries from Walmart knowing that you can just presto zappo magically change it into organic? We don't have well, to say I, Walmart. I, we can just say inorganic groceries. Yeah, because I don't really particularly like going into Walmart because <laughs> the energy is really low. <laughs> but you're bringing your energy field, so yeah. Hey, let's but leave I Walmart don't need... out of this. So poor Walmart. <laughs> inorganic groceries. Just some not you know they're not getting the best groceries. You would be okay buying that growing yeah, the... growing chemicals and. You don't, yeah, I do. I don't always buy organic food. But why? But, but okay. But that says that sometimes you buy organic food. Why would you bother buying organic food if you can just turn it into organic food and save money? Sometimes I just, you know, like I look at the food and I sometimes organic food doesn't look as fresh as like the other food, to be quite honest. Because of the chemicals that they put on it to make it nice and bright and last longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's part of it. So sometimes I'm like, well, and also I'm, if I'm tight on budget, I can't afford to buy the organic, then I just buy the regular food. No, I was, I was asking on the other side, why would you ever buy organic if you can just turn it into organic food? Good question. I guess you don't have to. Yeah, no, you, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. So. You know, that's quite quite a claim, right? No, I completely understand that's a claim, but I tested the energy with the uh, pendulum and I was like, okay, like it's changing the frequency of this of this uh, food into a positive spin. So something's going on. If you believe in pendulums, something's going on. I still can't get my mind around the pendulum. Like when I did the, when I did my experiment and I took the the human factor out of the pendulum. The pendulum doesn't move. So there's a really good chance that you're inadvertently moving the pendulum. I mean, it's a possibility. I won't lie that that's not a possibility, but I don't understand how like, you know, when the pendulum, when I'm, when I was using the pendulum, okay, the pendulum was swinging in a very strong direction. Mm -hmm. Okay. Counterclockwise. Like I'm not talking like it's just, it's barely Barely. moving. Okay. Like it had a swing to it. And then all of a sudden, it's slowing down, it's slowing down, it starts stopping, it starts moving back and forth. And all of a sudden, it starts moving in the other direction, and it picks up speed, and it's just like wildly going positive. Like, I, I, and I can't just, dis- I cannot dispute the, the claims. It's just 
this is like the ultimate test for a skeptic. I know it's it, not scientific. I know I totally a get it. Wild claim that I can do these these things, and even for me, who I have a relatively deep understanding of electricity, the way that I understand how this thing works, it just doesn't make any sense. Again, though, it's not riding electricity, it's piggybacking the wires. Right, and I understand that. But what I also understand is that this thing magically stops five feet from your house. Now, if it's riding the the wires, the copper wires, those keep going. My wires are connected out to the box outside, connected to the house next door. You know, I, I have a shared wall with my neighbor so I have wires right next to where he has wires. So theoretically, you know, because it was like a five foot radius around the wire is what the, the technical specs of this product say that, the, you know, that it emanates. So that means it would be connecting into his house and in the house next door. And well, the electricity or the wires, they don't stop. They just keep going. And it's all I mean, we're all connected. I mean, the entire grid of the United States is connected. So theoretically, we only need one plug. And so we just need, <laughs> we just need one person to take it on. Whew, I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to save America. <laughs> because that that's how electricity works. There's connected by At wires. At some point, it's going to lose. some. Do you, doesn't electricity, like when it's going through wires, you can hear the electricity just fizzling off the wire. But, so but you're she going said, to she lose. Said you're not, she said it's not, Nicole said it's not based on the electricity. It's based on the wires. So those wires are conductive and they're connecting everything. Now, if I had a mile long house, it said it works inside my house. So what's the difference? What if I plug in? I mean, it's just, it's just this idea that it just stops. And you know the 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 the, the, the word. Well, here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Let me let me say this because I can't answer that question definitively. Um, so I'm not going to pretend like I can. But what I can answer definitively is that I know that the frequency carries on cellular waves, GPS waves, and satellite waves. Okay. Um, now people have asked before, like, okay, well, what happens if I turn my cell phone off? It still works because your phone is still receiving a cellular transmission. As we all know that we can be tracked still on our phones, even when our cell phone's off, you have to take the battery out. That's why beautiful iPhone doesn't allow you to take your battery out anymore. Um, so, so wait, so since you've made your phone again, I mean, you're saving the world now. Because you're walking you've around. You've got your one thing plugged in and you turned your phone into thing. And so I, I guess I don't understand the point of selling this product. If, if, if this thing connects, ultimately all wired devices and wireless devices and it's in spa- I mean, this thing is in space only needed to plug one in. So why, why is this something? I mean, this, this is why, I mean, this thing just to me just stinks of, Hey, you want to buy a bridge in Brooklyn? <laughs> I have a feeling that there's a little bit more to that that I can't answer because I don't know. I don't know. But um, I know that he described it on a previous show about that because someone had that same question and he explained it. But I don't know. I can't remember exactly what he said Um, because they were asking the same questions that you were. Well, so, we don't have any ants right. in our house, it, so it defies logic. Well, and you know, I mean, and 
and he and you know he and he addressed it in in that little in that little clip. He said, "Well, they may show up, but they're going to leave." Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to say, oh, look, here's a house. I'll hang out. I was like, oh, this isn't comfortable and I'll leave. I did have Because we do see bugs. We, I've, I've seen bugs Occasionally in the I've house. Occasionally I've seen spiders. Um, but, you know, I mean, but we're but caveat here, we're also in Colorado. We hardly have any freaking bugs. I did have ants before I got the plug in my kitchen. And then I, but that was two years ago, I think I got it. Something mm-hmm. like that, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any since. Hmm. So there's something to it. It's worth a shot in my opinion. Yeah. I, I love it. I think that it works. Um, and I've tested it with my pendulum, which the way, you know, I'm not so sure I believe in, or I shouldn't say I don't believe in, but I don't think I know how to properly douse to when you're asking questions to pendulums and things like that, because I know I can, um, affect it affect, with your energy. Affect it with my energy. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not like asking, I'm just like holding it over something, you know, I'm not exactly, um, you know, attached to anything. So <clears throat> it worked with that. I've also used it on um, products like skincare products. So I had all these products. Now, this is the interesting thing. I've actually used this on products that have said organic and I've used my pendulum and I've tested a lot of different products to see if they're actually got a positive spin on them. Almost all my products that were organic didn't have a positive spin on them. One of the only products that ever did a positive spin on its own was our HGH that Lisa and I take and now Brian takes. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting. So then I put everything on like a board and I put my phone underneath it and I put all the products on there. And after about a few minutes of having it, sure enough, all everything started spinning positive. So I, I don't know how to explain it, but for the price of the plug, it's only $35. What have you got to lose? Um, that's really why I got it. I figured, what do I have to lose if it if it truly is? changing the frequency and my food is turning organic and my products are, which, you know, like I, Nicole, I try not to use anything that's not good, but he made a big claim in that video. He said it will what remove any, I I forget the, 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 the term he used. He was talking about, you know, any negative, negative compound or it wasn't that, I mean, he, he said toxin, it will yeah. remove any toxin. That's a huge, huge, huge. No, claim. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's a so, very, I mean, very big claim. You're you're basically saying, okay, go get something that you know is toxic. Wooga wooga wooga. Put the magic sauce <laughs> on it and drink it, and you're gonna be okay. Would you do that? Would you take that you know is toxic and set it on top of your phone for four minutes or forty eight hours or whatever it is, and then drink it? Brian, you believe you're asking- in your product that much? Brian, you're absolutely asking the most asinine question, in my opinion. It's like saying to me, "Well, go go put your phone go put your phone under a bottle of Windex, you know, and then chug the Windex and see if you believe it." It's like, why the fuck would I drink Windex? Period. Whether it was toxic, it's just it's like it's just silly. Like I, I mean, it's not, no, it's not silly because you'll see. I, I have seen commercials where they where they make cleaning solutions now, and they's like, "It's so safe, I'll drink it." And like, will you do that with it? Will you do I that? I am not. Okay. Yeah, but Brian, solution, so? uh, no, and I would never say to anyone, you should do that. And I'm not <laughs> saying that on here. You're assuming that I'm saying that. You like to no, assume no, I'm that I'm like. you're saying that. 
I'm he's just not. Saying, he just likes I'm to take it. You. Yeah, he just likes to push it to like, if you're saying that. <laughs> if you're saying this thing is going to work. I'm, then I, I'd like to see it. you do I this. I prove it. <laughs> I he know. Well, proof. You know what? I'd rather see you drink the Windex than But me, I don't so. believe in it. <laughs> I don't believe in the thing. It's an empty plastic box. It's, so, if you okay. open it up, there's probably a piece of paper in there that says, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, Brian. Well, here's the thing. I will say that um, he did say that he um, did put this device into his GPS in his car. And after dry, he was driving in th- up to Canada and through Canada somewhere. And it was a, a long trip. And then the next day he went to go start his car and the battery was dead. And turns out that the frequency... He, it was an acid battery and had completely neutralized the acid into huh. water. Huh. Interesting. Wow. So he's like, okay. So then he's like, is this actually happening? So then he went and got another battery, hooked it up to that frequency, left it overnight in his garage. And I can't, I don't know exactly how, I don't know if it was one or two days or whatever. He came back and there was a pool of water. Like it had completely neutralized the acid again. So he's been asking people to actually try this and prove that it's not just him who does this. So that's something maybe, Brian, you might want to like try. Yeah, that'd be safer than actually drinking a yeah, bottle of like yeah. Windex or something. Yeah. But so you why can don't you try that, Brian? Neutralizes acid. Okay. Yes, that's, that's a claim, but that's not the big claim. The big claim is not, oh, I turned. Some acid but into water. But if it neutralizes was, acid, then it neutralizes gonna... all toxins. Okay, well, I mean, what's the nastiest toxin on the planet? I don't even know what a toxin is. Acid? You, in a you sound like a toxin right now. <laughs> You're a toxin. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, listen, if you really want to put this to the test, then I, on behalf of the audience and myself, would like you to try that. He's, See it. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that this weekend. We need an extra battery. Whatever. Yeah, just try it for fun. Just for fun. He tries. He's the experiment guy. He does. Yeah. Yeah, I debunked dousing. <laughs> I proved <laughs> that doesn't work. Dowser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, speaking of. Um, Okay, so for before we get on to the next topic, I just want to let um, our audience know, if this is something you're interested in, you can go to the LemurianPlug.com and check out their products. They, they tell you everything that they do on the website, and there's a lot of Jeffrey's um, past interviews there. And also, it's, you know, we don't, I just want to make a, I, I want to make this clear. Like Lisa and I, and definitely not Brian, do not get any money from this company. We're not like promoting it because we Clearly, make it kickbacks or, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that straight out. Look, I just, I will always talk about a product that I believe in. And if someone else, and if someone's like curious about trying it out, then they can. Um, and that's, I do believe in this Lemurian plug. I, I believe it works. And I have to say I have it plugged in in my place in Denver and I again have forgotten to bring it back with me to Canada. And every and when I went back to Denver last time It's only um, thirty five bucks. Order a second one. 
I know, but I forgot. I forgot when I got back to Canada. I was like, ah, I they still make them, right? Yeah, no, they do still make them. I could order one. I guess she I just could. doesn't think I, about I'm that. Just, I just yeah. like we we could. Okay, let's invest in the company and do a scientific in- experiment. I'm because I just googled. I was curious. What's the most toxic thing? Botulism, the botulinum toxin. It's the most toxic sub- substance known to man. Or the death cat mushroom. We could get a bunch of death cat mushrooms, which will kill you. And if you can make a salad out of it and not Who's die. Who's going to taste it? I don't know. <laughs> we, well, no, we could. No, no, no. We could get some laboratory rats. They'd eat the mushrooms. Oh, no. I'm not doing that to lab. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. But you believe in this. Well, let's try the, let's try the battery experiment where nobody has to. Yes. Order. I'm going to order some death cat mushrooms. Why do we have to put other people's lives at risk right now? It's just a mouse that's born to be dead we raise them to kill them actually my sister-in-law used to do that okay anyways (laughs) (laughs) he's either gaining viewers or listeners or losing them right now not sure which one All right. So um, let's just, I'm just going to put this out there. There's a lot of things that you can do with this plug. Now, um, for anyone who's interested in purchasing this plug, I want to say if you do not live in North America and you live, say, um, where there's a 220 volt outlet, you are not to plug this plug into the wall. You have to tape it or Velcro it to the the plate because it, um, it will not work. So... But for um, North American homes and anything on the the 110, you can use that and it works perfectly fine by just plugging it in. Now, the reason why you plug it in, they just did that as a convenience so that it can plug in and and all that. Now, you could saw off the the prongs if you wanted to and then just place it like against on a Velcro patch on the actual outlet. You could do that. Um, But for just ease of convenience, they created it into a plug that gets close to the wires. So, yeah, or you could just turn it around and have the. Yeah, or you could just cut. turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You could just turn around if you don't want to saw off the. Or prompt. you just shake a chicken foot at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian! Um, I will say this: that I've used, I've, I've used my phone. Um, you, you can use your phone in really cool ways. That um, if someone you know. Uh, doesn't have the plug and you do and their phone is next to yours you can put their phone on your phone for four minutes and you've married the frequency onto their cellular frequency so um i'm surprised it's not four minutes and 44 seconds i know right we can make it that we can make it that if you want i know you love numbers so we can make it up too no he tested it it took about four minutes to marry the the frequency so you can do that and then your phone becomes a little mini healing device. And I've used it oh. for like when I go to grocery shopping and I want to eat something right away, I'll put my food on top of my phone and no, you don't. neutralize neutralize the toxins. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been to the grocery store with her when she's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so basically- um, What about when you go to a restaurant? I've never seen you put your phone under your plate. You don't know where their food's from. You know what? I have done it. No, I just don't do it all the time. I forget. But oh. I've gone to the bar. I remember I was in Cayman and I was sitting at the bar and I had put my Corona on top of my phone. 
And everyone would just look at, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, you believe in it wholly. I'm just neutralizing, yeah. neutralizing the effects. <laughs> cray, cray. Um, but yeah, so it's something that you can do. And you're absolutely right. You could put your phone under your plate at your restaurant and wait a couple minutes and then eat your food. So these are all little things. And there's a whole bunch of other things that it does that you can go to their website and do more research on. And I'll leave all that information in the description below if you're if it's something you're curious about. And I thought it might be interesting with this whole sliders uh, thing that we were talking about that it might help with the frequency of all of the devices. Yeah, that would be that would be really interesting to see if Sarah could could get it or order or Molly, Molly could and, and put it in the house and see if it changes. I mean, you know, cause that's, that's a thing that she's experiencing. Here's, I mean, and then there's this crazy plug and then crazy plus crazy <laughs> equals normal. So the negative times the negative is a positive. <laughs> so Molly, uh, Sarah, if you guys want to try it, uh, let us know. And um, they're so cute. They're so sweet. They sent in the greatest email. So supportive. Thank you very much. And thank you to Sarah's friend who got Sarah um, on the show. So thank you very much for spreading the love. We really appreciate it. They said they um, liked Brian's skepticism. I so brought it in spades fan. today, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> he did that just for you. Uh, so, all right. So, like, that's um, that's it for the Miriam plug and sliders. Unless, uh, Brian, have I missed anything that I've left out that you really wanted to talk about? No, we're all good. You're all good. Oh, no. No, no, no. No. Whoa. Whoa. Let so it's a good thing our, she's not a slider. Let everyone know about your ET experience. Oh, that doesn't have anything to do with it. It does. It totally does. Okay, so if you remember an episode ago or two episodes ago, I forget how many it was. Uh, with, with Rebecca. Rebecca. With Rebecca. Nemo wanted to, to come and hang out. You invited him to come. I invited Nemo whiskey. to come and hang out. And we corresponded th- through Rebecca. Um to, to make sure it was okay and I had to I had to invite him uh you know I had to say something to to invite him and Lisa s- said it as well to invite him into into our home and we were cooking breakfast I believe there was bacon there being, was being yes. cooked but there was the you know I was I was like I remember I was deeply enjoying my coffee I love like smelling coffee in the morning right after it's brewed or while it's brewing and I'm deeply enjoying the smells and the light, this one light just started freaking out. Oh my God. It just started blinking like it's never, I mean, the lights, you know, it's every once in a while, light may flicker, flicker. or dimmer a little bit. This was just, this was nuts. Or we go on and then <gasps> three seconds later, we like completely go off for three yeah, seconds so, and then come yeah, back on again. Anyway, it was, the light was screwy. And we immediately thought, oh, Hi, Nemo. We confirmed it with Rebecca. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, you confirmed it in a believer's way, not a skeptic's way. Because if I was corresponding with Rebecca, I would have said, did he visit? If so, how did he make himself known? Because if he really did, he could tell her that he screwed up the lights. But you said, oh, my God, the lights were down. It was a Nemo. <laughs> that's how I said it. And that's pretty much how it email? went. And it was, you know, so you told her the lights went out and she said, oh, yes, of course the lights wouldn't go, go out. With the... Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. So, what happened? <laughs> so, so we're, so the lights, 
one and it, and it happened a couple of times. The lights would go out, oh, and we would just and we would just say, "Oh, hey, hey, Nemo," and then I replaced the light bulb, and nothing, nothing has happened. Okay, since but Nemo I the said via Rebecca that he was sorry if if he broke anything. Right. He said, "I'm I I did I mess with the lights, and I'm sorry if I broke anything." So he's but you didn't prob- break anything. Nemo, and if I mean, if you wanted to come back and break this other light bulb, that would be awesome. I mean, to, because to me, it's hold on a second, guys. What's that? As soon as you started telling your story, did you not notice that I dropped off the call? I did notice. No, I didn't. You're back. I'm like, I know that only happened when Nemo when, was on our show last right. time. Correct. So Nemo, thanks for joining us. But okay, here's the here's the thing. Here. Okay. <laughs> you gotta admit that's interesting. We have it been is. recording now for an hour and a half. Nothing dropped, and then as soon as you start talking about Nemo, I drop off. The I, call. I I concur completely that it's interesting. It's incredibly coincidental. And here's the, here's the thing for me: when I made the invitation, and I realized maybe there's baby steps. And if and if Nemo wants to come back, and we'll we'll get to the point where he and I are hanging out on the couch. Because I'm, I'm imagining I got my arm around Nemo and we're just chilling because I think I have a different energy to, to share than what he's going to get from, you know, if he came coming to hang out with, with Lisa, that's probably the same as Rebecca or you. I mean, it's like, but with me, totally different vibe. We're going to, we're going to drink. We're going to just hang out, smoke a cigar. You know, obviously he's not doing any of those things, but he's going to enjoy my enjoyment of doing things that I don't think you guys would normally enjoy. Okay. Let's get baby steps there. May, this light the light bulb went kaput. I put a new light bulb in and maybe he's afraid of coming back. You made that point to me earlier, Nicole. And you're right. Maybe he thought, oh my gosh, I really did break their light bulb. I'm so sorry. Nemo, come back again. We have plenty more light bulbs. It, it's it, it's only a few dollars to buy a light bulb. So that's not a big deal. Um, just don't break my computer. It's and And let's get to a point, you know, let's get to a comfort level, but you've got to understand for me, that doesn't tell me anything. Do I think it's cool, the idea of an ET visiting? Yes. Do I think my light flickering proves it 100% that Nemo came and visited? I can't get my mind around that. I it's I, and, and and you just have to understand that's who we are. I mean, as as skeptics, it's and I'm not saying I have to shake his hand, but Maybe, maybe I ask a question and the light flickers as an answer, you know, and there's, and there's, there's a way to dialogue. And even if he can't make himself physically known, but I mean, just a light randomly flickering and it doesn't seem to have anything to do with anything else. It did because you were making bacon and you were speaking to him. You were saying, Hey Nemo, I'm making bacon this morning. You left that part out. Then the light started flickering. And then you said, babe. I think Nemo's here. Come downstairs. <laughs> so you did set the intention at mm-hmm. that moment. I did. And I, then I did he all showed the groundwork so to set the intention. So he kind of did what you just suggested. You asked a question, a light flickered. So maybe we just need to run through it again with him. Like, okay. Nemo, come on back. My brother from another mother. I think he was just here when I, like you literally, I dropped off the call. Right. Yeah, it totally, and that that happened on with our call All with Rebecca. It happened the whole constantly, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <sighs> I mean, I believe it. 
I mean, I, I want. I really do. I want to believe it. I, I I want to believe it. It's just that's you know. Missouri if the lights flicker state. again, though, if the lights, if you're down in the in the in the kitchen and the lights flicker again when you've asked them to come in, the the, the very ones that you've changed, right. At what point? How many times does it need to happen before you're like, okay, there's something to this? Okay, here's the deal, Nemo. We make bacon on Sunday morning. That's just a thing. We have bacon and pan- blueberry pancakes and some eggs and, you know, some coffee. So this Sunday, we're going to be making bacon and coffee. There's still no whiskey because it's just too early. And I gave up alcohol for five months, which sucks. But come on over Sunday morning. Hang out. Well, on Sunday morning, you have to invite him again in the moment when you're cooking the bacon. Sure. I'll try to remember. All right. Well, this this will be to be continued for our audience. (laughs) We are in a scientific um, experiment on Brian's end of trying to. Right. Or we're not trying to, but Brian's trying to prove that Nemo actually is visiting him. Right. And I'm almost positive that when I present Nicole with a death cap mushroom spinach salad. <laughs> I guarantee you, I Lumerian plug the hell out of these mushrooms. I don't think you're going to eat it. Uh, let's just work on the battery acid uh, <laughs> first. Yeah, that's a leap. If you can do the, the acid battery test and it works. Will you, will you drink it as the, the test? No, I won't let why her drink would I, anything. Why would I drink it? It's I only drink water. distilled. I only drink distilled water. It's just water. And distill it. Then we'll talk. Oh, done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so um, to our audience, uh, thanks again, Sarah and Molly, for your question and for bringing that topic up because it's something that I. I kind of knew existed, but I didn't know the term. I didn't even know there was a term for it. So thanks so, for bringing that to our attention. And we're glad, to, happy to talk about it. And uh, let us know if any of the things help out or if you guys start testing some stuff. We'd love to hear back from you. And um, to our audience, if you guys have any questions that you'd like us to ask or talk any topics that you want us to talk about, please send that into our email info at enlightenup.us and we will uh, be happy to get it on the air. So thanks for joining us this week, guys. And uh, we will be back again with you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.